Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sorry, Esther. Ben's here. Should I be giving you a hand? <laughs> oh. It is literally the entrance of Long John Silver in Treasure Island. And more a bass than Long John Silver. All you lack is a parrot on your shoulder. Oh god. Operation on my foot and someone still thinks it's funny to put a whoopee cushion on my foot. <laughs> So, so you've got a bad foot. I've you got know- a bad foot. I've got a, I had an operation on my left foot to remove a tumour that was growing on a nerve. I didn't know it was on your left foot. Maybe even the column should be my left, my left foot. foot. Yeah, my left foot. You're not kind of hamming it up quite as much as Daniel Day-Lewis did. I do. I've never seen my left foot. But I get it confused with my beautiful laundrette. My beautiful laundrette is about a pair of gay men who run a laundrette. Yeah. And my left foot is about someone who paints with his left foot. Yeah. Because he's... Can't use it. Has yeah. Nails. There's Can't also my left laundrette, which is about uh, a gay couple who who each only have only one socialist. leg and they open a laundrette <laughs> and paint it, top to bottom. That um girl, that lovely girl at dinner that I sat next to yesterday, told me she thought you only had one leg. That was so funny. So last night we went to a dinner party. Probably sh- on reflection, I probably should have stayed at home with my leg up. But I was really excited to go to this dinner party because it was being given by this guy who we haven't seen for ten years and he's brilliant. And everyone thought he was just a crazy party animal and it wasn't like, you know, it was all going to end in tears. But he's married this amazing, beautiful American woman and they've had a child and it's just all kind of this lovely fairy story. Anyway, so I hobbled along to this dinner party last night and my foot is like, if my foot isn't elevated on something, it's really, really painful and it all kind of swells up and it's just sort of gross. So I was standing on my crutches with with my left leg bent, rested rested behind me on an armchair, and these two women came in. I didn't notice them, but they they, they said um, we came into the door, and one of them went, 
I, I saw that I saw I, I thought you had no leg below the knee, and I was just gonna like turn around and go home because I totally <laughs> couldn't deal with it. <laughs> no, just I met they, they then described you standing there with your knee missing like it's a really crap sort of school play, Long John yeah, Silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, my knee just like that. And they were talking to you at this really lovely dinner party in a beautiful drawing room with lovely art yeah. on the walls. Uh, and and they thought she's only got one fucking leg. She's what do I say? Do I say? Do you go? So how, how did you do that? Is <laughs> is anything that's okay to do? I thought because it was it was in, it was in Notting Hill and quite sophist that perhaps the thing to do was to say, yeah, I did it heli skiing. Skiing accident. And they were both very tall. We were we are not tall either of us, but everyone there was enormous. They were. Did it last night. Everybody, including the women, they were all six foot tall. I was on lots of cocodamol. I had an operation. It was all quite surreal. And then I had these two very tall women bearing down on me going, we thought you only had half a leg. <laughs> the whole experience was quite weird. But I'm glad I went and had a great time. It was absolutely fantastic. No, I had, a, I had an absolutely awesome time with my one-legged wife. Worth it. Totally worth it. Okay, so should we going to talk about something serious? Do you want me to throw you a... Yes, fine. Unless I write about a bit about me a column about you and only having one leg. And it would mostly be about how great I am uh, doing all the school runs and filling in and looking after you. I, 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 I don't find it that impressive that you're doing the school runs and stuff. I, I look after both children completely, completely on my own for weeks on end when you go away for work. And I don't write columns about how great I am. Okay, All right, something not, else, something else. No, yeah, no that's not going to make you look good. No, I wasn't going to. I just wrote at the top of my column, Esther's foot slash my life. That was, was idea right. one. Mm-hmm. I'll just cross that out. Uh, shall we shall we demystify what's going on with Boris Johnson for our listeners? Because I, I was deeply confused by the whole CBI speech slash Peppa Pig obsession. It's like, what, why is suddenly the newspaper full of Peppa Pig? Well, partly that was because it was on Monday. Not to be confused with the chatty pig, who's someone else. What's that? So the chatty pig... Pretty Patel. <laughs> no, how dare you? I love Pretty Patel. Um, no, um, the chat... So do you remember when... Uh, the plans for last Christmas lockdown were leaked by the chatty rat... Someone in Whitehall basically no. leaked. Okay, fine. So last year there was a thing about the chatty rat. Someone who'd leaked to the papers the lockdown plan, the Christmas lockdown plans. And there's someone else okay. has been doing some horrible briefing against Boris Johnson. He did this. He did this sort of confused, sort of blustery speech to the CBI where he uh, lost his place in his notes for 20 so seconds the, and the, mentioned the, Peppa Pig. And then someone, some Whitehall source, is going, "Oh, he's a total embarrassment. People are writing letters to the 1922 committee." And you're like, "Yeah, someone writes a letter to the 1922 committee on a vote of no confidence." Every day, that's like... Not I'm right. very, very I'm displeased. It's Graham Brady writing to himself. Uh, the, the, uh, but wait, is the chatty pig a thing you made up? Mm-mm. No, chatty pig is a bloke who didn't like the Peppa Pig speech. Yeah. The reason it's confusing is because it happened on Monday, and Monday was only having your operation. So in the morning, I got up, and after taking the two children to school and washing up and everything and making your breakfast and all that, and then writing my notebook you column... You didn't make my breakfast on Monday. Did I not? No. Oh, because you didn't have any breakfast. No. Damn, sussed. Uh, and, then, and then driving the kids to school. I then came back and did my notebook, and then I went to pick you up. And, then, and meanwhile, this thing happened during the day with Boris. And if you miss the first bit of it, uh, subsequently, it's everything... Just a, and it's all really surreal, and a kind of fuzzy, kind of druggy state. I'm like, is, am I really seeing Peppa Pig in the paper? Or like, am I hallucinating Peppa Pig in the paper. Did but Peppa Pig odd. lost his place in a speech about Boris Johnson. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and then the chatty pig told everyone about how they like jumping in muddy puddles and it was all just like really odd. So um, so Boris Johnson's speech, you, you claim to have an idea about Boris Johnson's speech that I think Danny Finkelstein's already done. Oh, I haven't read that. But, so Danny, Danny Finkelstein's basically saying uh, the, the writing, Boris the Johnson pig. don't expect... Boris Johnson to change. Nobody can, you know, Danny Finkelstein is a true conservative with a big C and a little C in that he doesn't believe that people can really change. And he thinks Boris Johnson can't change. Nothing. And moreover, 
We don't want him to change. Also, can you guess what? We'll come to that later. What's Danny Finkelstein ordered for the Times op-ed Christmas dinner? Now that you've mentioned him. Well, I know. Do you? Yeah, because you read out to because you're for some reason you're fascinated by whatever. We will so later you're, you on. You are organising. Later not... on, we will come to my spreadsheet. Later on, we will be answering what William Hague is having for his Christmas dinner. Trevor Phillips, Matthew Paris. I've got all the answers, but we'll come to it later. Okay. We'll leave an editing nightmare for Ben. Later on, we'll have that. He's having the roast Norfolk turkey, by the way, with all the trimmings. But do you know what he's having for pudding? Can I say I don't care? I mean, is that is that rude? When I say you'll care, when I say the apple and blackberry tort with clotted cream. I don't it. understand why you find this so interesting. It's going to become interesting. Let you wait. It's is a, it? It's a okay. sleeper. It's a MacGuffin. Later on, okay. I'm going to reveal right. what Anne Treneman. She's gluten free. Right. Can Anne Treneman have the fish? I've already asked the pub. We don't. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so so Danny Finkelstein. Yeah, look, fine. Danny's a great columnist. It's, it, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's absurd to imagine Johnson will change. Yeah. The PM's chaotic speech with the CBI was a reflection of how he governs, but that's the style to which his party signed up. Mm-hmm. Now it's a star oh, man. They've ended a sentence with a preposition. That's the style up to which his party signed, is what it should say. Yeah, but that Martin. sounds completely Cliff Martin chiefs stupid. up with comments. Up to which his party signed. This yeah. is the kind of yeah, but it's the rubbish chief. up with which I no, will not put. No, but that, but that is, it is, it, it is, the, the whole role of the chief sub is to deploy excellent uh, grammar up to the point that it sounds stupid. Hmm. To the point it sounds stupid up. Your face, you're like. I'm thinking about it. This is my thing. This is my cocodamol thinking face, which is very. Your Coco Chanel. Cocodamol. Oh, cocodamol. Is it really doing you, making you? Made me feel a bit, bit, bit lightheaded. Yeah. But no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. We've been, about, we've been watching Dope Sick, by the way, listeners, all about yeah. oxycontin and how. I don't. I don't feel remotely. And now my wife is it, literally head lolling, dribbling. I'm She's about to sure. go and hold up the pharmacy at gunpoint for more cocodamol. I'm pretty sure I've had. No, that's codeine. Codeine's boring. I don't think they give you opiates in this country. No, they, they don't. Even like, I'm pretty sure even when I was having a baby, they didn't give me opiates, or maybe they did. But anyway, who cares? Look, who cares? Well, should I get all my bad ideas out of the way first? No, it's not, no, no idea is a bad idea. It's just it just needs to be thinking. I can't look. You've got to let me have a minute to think about what you've just said. And that I'm, I was just thinking about it. You going to leave your phone on for the entire thing? What are you talking about? That was my job, because um, don't you uh, my job me? No, that was because um, uh, Amazing Hotels goes out starts Tuesday eight pm mm-hmm. next week. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that, and, and they, they just sent all the press stuff through, and that was just the executive producer talking about one of my very important appearances to promote my, okay, my thing. Great. We've got we've got pick of the day and all the things. There's a big interview with me in the Radio Times. It's oh, terribly brilliant. exciting, and photos of me looking quite kind of rugged. God, I hope they edited it probably because I heard you giving that. I heard you. No, they did. They've made up all the quotes and they've taken out all the fun stuff. Oh, so, thank so God it's for fine. That. Oh, um, so yeah. alternate look. If I don't write about public speaking, the other thing is the Peppa Pig option. Yeah. So, pe- so f- when you have small children, Peppa Pig is basically your entire life for about three years. Seeing that story and the, seeing the pictures of Peppa Pig, which they used to illustrate the story, I felt very nostalgic. I used to, I mean, I thought I could, you know, I never wanted to see Peppa Pig again as long as I lived. Do you remember I used to draw Peppa Pigs? Kitty would say, Peppa Pig, Peppa Pig, Peppa, and I draw Peppa. 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 Yeah. I don't even know if I still can. Yeah, like, no, snout. Snout there, and then, this isn't good for, right? that doesn't look like Peppa Pig. I, no, it was better than that. I used to Peppa, Peppa Pig on a bicycle. I used to oh, draw. Yeah. I used to draw Peppa Pig on a bicycle. Dodge, do dodge, do dodge, do dodge. And do you remember on the and the, the beach in Devon where I did a Peppa Pig like the size of a football pitch, yep, actually, so you could see that, it yeah. from the cliff. Yeah, you you were about to write an entire 
television program about a man I wrote it's one of just before I wrote my entire musical that never got put on I wrote an entire film about yeah about a person the inventor of Peppa Pig anyway okay um, so so what about like an episode of Peppa Pig as in the government and so so Pretty Patel is Mummy Pig and she's always doing her important work on her computer oh yes clickety clackety clickety clackety can I play Happy Mrs Chicken and who is famously young and because Gavin Williams was he called Gavin Williams or Gavin Williamson Gavin Williamson he would have been George is George, George. the one who goes dinosaur dinosaur that would have been Gavin Williams if there's someone now comically young he'd yes. be George Dinosaur. 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 Yeah. Um, and, and then... Uh, Mr. Dog. Oh, oh, who's, who's Mr. Dog? He's the one with the uh, shots. No, uh, no, no. It no. comes in packs of ten. Which one is that? Oh, God. Who's got the shop? There's Miss Rabbit who does all the jobs. Is there anyone in the cabinet who just does just moves around all the time doing everyone different jobs? Yeah, Gove. Gove is Mrs. Rabbit. Miss Rabbit is Gove. Gove can do anything. <laughs> Education, does, health, prisons, quite, Mrs. Rabbit, how's her voice? Miss Rabbit. Miss Rabbit. How does she talk? Um, oh, well, never mind. We'll do. We'll do it again tomorrow. I think it's a little bit like that. She then. goes to the palace and gets the thing from the queen. Um, Hello, oh, oh, oh. Mrs. Rabbit. Miss Rabbit. Miss Rabbit. For doing all the jobs all the time, we're going to give you an award. Our brother-in-law is the voice of Mr. Wolf. Alexander Armstrong. Yeah. But what if Mr. Wolf doesn't do much? Because Xander's so busy, he can only be exactly, around episode every ten. Exactly. He's just no. He he he. That <laughs> literally Mr. Mr. phones Wolf, in from pointless. They hear. Mr. They hear Wolf him. was only ever. Uh, or Daddy Wolf, whatever he's called, was only ever in it for the for the sight gag of there being three a family of pigs living, <laughs> living next to a wolf. A uh, delphine donkey. Miss Gazelle. No. Um, oh Madame yeah. Madame Gazelle. Madame Gazelle. And then what a little noise does she? Because they all make their animal noises after they speak, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, and then Candy Cat. Meow. I think we should go up the tree. Meow. Or something. And then yeah, and there's there's delphine donkey, who comes from France. That would be that would be quite good if you went yeah. up in the morning. And... There's an elephant. What does the elephant do? Edward Elephant. Uh, um, I'm a clever clogs. That's Edward Elephant, I think. Okay, I'm not. I'm doing it. quite well all this from memory. I'm not looking any of this up. Zoe Zebra. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> What's that? This is what a zebra sounds. Do they? They just go. No, they don't. Yeah, they, they, those are the galloping hooves. But then the zebras make a kind of. Whoop, whoop, noise right yeah there'll be more from Esther and me in our kitchen after a short interlude but to find out what I wrote about in the end why not pick up a subscription to the Times and the Sunday Times and enjoy one month absolutely free just search the times.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea I've been promised that this will take you to an amazing offer rather than just a website created by Ben randomly containing all my broadcasting mistakes. Although I'm sure that exists somewhere, it's just going to be up to you to find it. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Just so that people, because you know how with this podcast, you think it's important for not just witty repartee and marital collapse, but people to get a little insight of what it's like, you know, writing a column for a newspaper. And in my case, this being my job, lockdown being over and we're all back in the thing, it so happens that as a columnist, my job, I have to arrange the Christmas comment office party. This is a Christmas party arranged for all of the people who work on the comment pages. Yeah, all the people who write for the comment, which has always happened for hundreds and hundreds of years, ever since Disraeli was the comment editor or whatever. Oh. Well, I know I made that up, but, you know, he probably was. <laughs> um, Gove was. Uh, hey. uh, and various people like that. And anyway, um, we had to have, like, 28 people there at a date in December, and I ended up arranging it for the Bull and Last, which is my local pub, uh, because they were able to just throw out whoever was in there and accommodate us, and it's all great. But I've had to do, which like I've had to do, which I don't know, I've had to do the thing with the, well, with the help of Eleanor Eve for the sort of desk secretary to like, get the guest list together, invite people, come up with the menu. Sl- some of them complaining. Janice Turner, who lives in Peckham or somewhere, furious that it's in North London. Uh, uh, I have, I have put- la- lashing people to to agree to come to any sort of event and decide what they're going to eat in advance is bad enough. And it's worse if it's a bunch of journalists. It's a bunch of columnists. A, a bunch gaggle of columnists. Of the 28 yeah. most opinion, most, concert- most centre-right people in the country. They're con- the most Let's not insult them too much because I'm going to talk about them quite a lot and name them. They're all no, wonderful. No, I'm talking about you. Oh, right. Sort of kind of <laughs> c- contrary kind of... James Harding once told me that everybody is either a cop or a robber, even journalists. Former they're, editor of the Times. They're either, they're either cops or robbers. And op-ed people are all robbers, not yeah. cops. So I've been getting... Just, so, d- listen, the, 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 the thing about the comment dinner, so I've got to arrange the comment dinner, which for people are all across the country are having to do their Christmas dinner. Yeah. And you put the menu and you go, right, we're going to have turkey on there. And there's going to be a beef option for people who don't like turkey. And there's fish. People have to have fish. And there's going to be a veggie option. You get someone who goes vegan. Uh, and, you know, and, and, and Shenaman, I'm delighted as he mailed to say I'm gluten-free, so I've gone back to the pub and 
gluten free. And, and it's just you end up do, doing this thing, and it's just a funny thing to be having to do. And I've had, well, to, for people like I've had to pay for it all. Trevor so I, so I'm looking at my phone. But so, so for example, yeah. So I'm looking forward to see has Hugo Rifkin paid me yet? I see, I see that David Ronovich, you know, I, he's actually has paid me. But you know, you will notice, for example, that um, Danny Finkelstein has <laughs> ordered the fish, but he hasn't paid me for the fish. And am I going to go around? Check? I think he, maybe he has. But I'm, I see myself in March emailing David Ronovich to say I'm still waiting for the money for the blackberry tart. Right. Uh, and then I've even put down I'm going to pay for six bottles of white and six bottles of red. Just so that there is some booze, because I don't want to put it on the on the bill beforehand. And then there's a sort of open bar, and I wanted to see if you could guess. I, you seem to not give a shit. Like I thought it's funny. The Libby Purvis, you know, everyone loves Libby Purvis. You come and think, what has she ordered for her Christmas lunch? She's ordered the roast Norfolk bronze turkey or Ben McIntyre. What's he having? Fish. No beef. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. What about going. William Hague? Has he ordered a lot? No. How does it? Um, the Norfolk bronze turkey. A lot of beer. <laughs> Good one. 12 no, so, pints so of beer. William Hague is having the Norfolk bronze turkey breast. Apple and blackberry torch. Funnily enough, Libby Purvis objected to the fact that it was happening in North London. And I said on the plus side, uh, it's uh, much nearer when it's all back to mind for drugs and hanky-panky. And William Hague emailed, this is very different from the Daily Telegraph. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is not wrong. What about um, are, are you, okay, Hugo so, Rifkind? What's he having? Is Hugo oh Rifkind, God, think I mean, about Hugo. Is he having the fish, roast turkey, the fish. beef, the fish or the veggie? He's having the no, fish. No, he's oh. having the beef. Wrong again. Oh, David Aronovich. Fish. No, he's <laughs> having the turkey. Matthew Paris. Turkey. Yes. <laughs> Rose Wilde, who writes that... Feedback. Br- yeah, feedback, brilliant feedback column. Rose Wilde, who lives only up the road and will be delighted that it's... Uh, that it, What's she having? The celeriac. No, fuck off. No one's having the celeriac. Beef. Beef, the beef. <laughs> One person is having the salt-baked celeriac. Is it... Uh... It's Cliff Martin, the sub who fucked up the headline today and put it up at the end of the sentence. Trevor Phillips. Fish. Yes. Yay. He's having the roasted market fish followed by the Tunworth cheese. Maybe mm. Trevor Phillips. Um, uh, does, That's does, a very, does, he is a very, uh, he's a very healthy, he's a very, very slim, handsome in great man. Shape, yeah, that man. He is, yeah. yeah fish now, he indeed. stirs the pot on the culture wars in the paper. He's got to be able to run from the work warriors. <laughs> James Forsyth. James Forsyth. What's he having? Are those new haggis on the menu? Turkey! Yes! Yay. What's he having next? Well, I don't know what the... He's also having are. the cheese, because oh, he's copying Trevor Phillips, probably. No, he could have been having the dark chocolate mousse or the apple and blackberry tort. This so is the kind of thing... You, this you... is an insight. For, you don't normally see this with these. These are legendary people. Emma Duncan. I think she's the editor of The Economist, or was, or deputy thing. She's our columnist. She's having the beef. What's Libby having? We've done that. And Danny Finkelstein, we've done that. That's all of them. Alice what Thompson. You, Alice you... Thompson. Fish! Fish! Yes! What are you having? I don't know. What, do you, think, what do you think I'm having? Uh, what are the options? Read, read them out. It's, 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 it's fish, beef, turkey, salt-baked celeriac. Followed by, and what are the puddings? Followed by cheese? apple and barberry tort with lots yeah. of cream and an ice cream. Tumworth cheese, caraway, sesame cracker, chutney, grapes. Yeah. Dark chocolate mousse, prune and armagnac ice cream <laughs> and walnut paper. Walnut wafer. <laughs> you're definitely going to have the cheese. You're definitely having the cheese and then you're probably going to have... Ooh, this is a very hard one because they're all quite normal things. I can normally predict what you're going to have if there's some kind of like a brain or a liver or something that's. Oh, did I mention I mentioned the rainbow penis? Galette. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you'd have what am I having? My main course. Oh God. I think you probably trust the bull and last to do a nice turkey. Yes, turkey, turkey. I'm having the turkey. Right. But I'm not having the cheese because I'm no longer right. on that. No, because I'm not trying to be thin. I'm reckoning I'll be absolutely shit-faced with yeah, all the cheap will. red wine I've bought and I'll fancy an apple and blackberry tort I think you with all the sugar yeah. to kind of bring me that. Exactly. I was going to say, I thought you would just you just eat other everyone else's puddings. 
So you could There's have the cheese that. And, and then like eat Just a else. nibble of Claire Foge's pudding. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Claire I don't think Claire's Foch. coming. She hasn't replied. Well, she's got three children, the, like under three. At so the I moment, we've got 16 lie. in. The invitation's been out to 28. Lots of people not bothering to reply. So are you saying, are you saying to me that the humour in this is the juxtaposition between these very, very grand people. It's like going, William Hague, William Hague! And the prosaic, Some cheese. And the prosaic, the prosaic nature, nature of, of yeah, what they're okay, having. Okay, fine. Okay, yeah. So that's, where, that's what's funny. Trevor Phillips is having the fish. <laughs> like, he's, he's the former chairman of the Commission for Racial Equality who writes at the yeah. time, thinks the woke warrior thing is bullshit, is really questions critical race theory from an interesting point of view, and he's having the fucking fish. And, at and some that tells point, you... And at some point, he sat down in front of his laptop and considered all the options and said... And gone, hmm, instead you, of writing about the cancelli- exactly. cancellation of former slave-owning families and it's what it could mean for centrist politics, he's yeah. gone, cheese or apple and blackberry tort. Do you think he's, he's shouted down to his wife? What, what do you think? <laughs> well, like, what will I fancy on... on, on in, in the, I won't say the date, because otherwise people will come and picket the, uh, the park. Shall um, we move on to yeah. how just how Justin Welby? So there's a story in the paper today. He says he can't bear to watch anything on TV with a vicar in it because they're always uh, sinister or, or sort of evangelical and mad. And he's well, saying most vicars thick. are very, very just hardworking, normal people. Like he makes them out to be was like it in MPs. the paper today because so, I quite yeah. like to find it because it's, it's, it's a. a, it's a uh, do you know what? I think it actually might be in the mail. Just have a quick look in the mail. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I think it's down there. I think it's there. Is it? Is it down there? No, it's not. No. Oh, where the hell was it? There's a Daddy Pig story. Twins. No. Delivery firm. Shamed. Oh, yeah. Welby. Why I can't watch TV Vickers. The Archbishop of Canterbury. (laughs) We have a picture of him with his massive mitre. As if he watches TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's fine, but... (laughs) He gets up in the morning and makes his toast with his uh, his gravy cat on. The Archbishop of Canterbury has said he struggles to watch um, TV vicars as they are portrayed as rogues or idiots. Welby Picture did not mention uh, any specific characters, but instead referred to Jeremy Clarkson's farm, blah, blah, blah. National Farmers Union. He said, I have no idea how you feel about it. Maybe for watching Jeremy Clarkson feels a bit like for me watching anything with a vicar in it. Either you can't stand it or you get completely addicted. I generally find depictions of vicars on TV to be depressing. Um, except, um, you know, Rev was great. Vicar of Dibley? So what was your point? I like I liked the idea. How, what's so the... my point is, we all, everybody thinks their own profession is misrepresented on television. Yeah. Um, journalists are very rarely represented on television, but whenever they are, they're always going... We've got to get to the bottom of this story. We've got to like when, in actual fact, journalists at work are. Just oh no! Kind it's of... the editor goes um, goes Bobby. I want you doorstepping yeah. Jane. Get yeah. everything you can get on the background of the thing. Martin, Bill, and Cedric. I want you all taking photographs. Doorstep the old lady. I don't care how unhappy she is. But you know, want, and you go. That's the whole yeah. staff of the biggest newspaper in the world. There yeah. are no... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, there's a massive story. Bill, Google what you can, slap it down. It's going off stone in exactly. an hour. And yeah. it's not even a stone anymore. Sally, um, try not to get everything off Wikipedia. Just make a phone call. They, they, and I remember at the Times, quite, quite often, when I used to work in the office, they would have people, actors and writers, coming in to like, see what it's like to be in the newspaper <laughs> office. <laughs> to, to, to learn for, to, to, so they could produce. and then they had to go and, and make it's all, it all up because it's so boring and it's just people in silence going yeah oh fuck tappity 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 tap you know and so no but so the represent I was always really I'm always upset by the representation of sport like so there was a series called Bodyline in the 80s that I about the Bodyline tour 
And the what acting was, was the body line. Uh, tour? It was a, a tour of England tour of Australia in nineteen thirty. Two, three. Uh, it was called body line because they bowled in the line of the body. They bowled bouncers and bouncers and bouncers to, to try and offset the the, the, the the domination of Don Bradman. Uh, and it was it, and wow, it caused it, it, it caused questions in Parliament. It caused a diplomatic massive thing um, because they we hurt lots of the Australian players. But and it was there's two teams out there and only one of them playing cricket. Anyway, listen. The point is I, they were crap at cricket. And you'd watch this really dramatic thing, but the bowling was rubbish because they couldn't play cricket. They were not representing cricketers properly. So, yeah, it's about the representation. I find the representation of anyone English and middle class embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. Which is why it, it's so much easier to watch fiction if it's American. And about because, professions that are not your own. Yeah. Imagine how police feel watching yeah, yeah, Line yeah, of Duty. It yeah. can't be like that, can no, it? No, it really isn't. Although, although, although I do believe that policemen do probably talk in that terrible, boring way that they do. Oh, I spoke to the Chiz and he said if it was a... They were the Chiz is dead, isn't it? Chiz is a dead. The Chiz was dead and you can't speak to a Chiz. A, oh, no, Chiz no, is a... a chiz stands for the Covert Human Information Source. Oh, so right. Chiz is an acronym for a grass, basically. Yeah, uh, so you could do a thing about... But then but then there are moments, for example, in the, pap- in the paper, the greatest film I've made with Michael Keaton... Uh, about one day in the life of a of a of a local newspaper, like basically like. But does that work because it's American? Maybe it does work it? because it's American. The guy who works, who edits for the world. I could have given you the world. I don't live in the world. I, I live, live in New, New York, York fucking city. city. So go fuck yourself. Slam. Big Slam. swig of coke. Yeah. Okay. Coca Cola, not Coca more. Don't know why you just don't drink battery acid. No caffeine. No caffeine. Oh my God, I love Michael Keaton so much. You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Wireless Studios production for The Times, produced by Ben Mitchell. You can listen to us on The Times radio app or download from wherever you get your podcasts. To find out what I wrote about in the end, you can pick up a copy of The Times or get a digital subscription. Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea. And for the full live experience, tune into my show on Times Radio every Friday from 1 till 4. Listener.